Welcome to podcast Kasia's Faith Journey. My name is Kasia Herodsen. I am a follower of Jesus Christ. And in this podcast series, I will share personal stories of my faith journey and my music. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you again for tuning in. This is episode number six, and in this episode, I will center my thoughts on one of the vital topics in my life forgiveness and a healing heart. What is forgiveness? We hear about it and are asked to forgive or be forgiven. I found a definition of forgiveness on a greater good page. It says, Forgiveness is a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward a person or group who has harmed us, regardless of whether they deserve it or not. Forgiveness brings peace of mind and frees us from corrosive anger. To allow peace and contentment in our hearts, it is so valid to forgive and embrace ourselves for whatever we have done or said. Matt James stated on forgiveness, Many of us know that forgiveness is a good thing. It frees us from bitterness and anger, two difficult emotions that can disrupt our physical health and hold us back. Often we are consistent about forgiving others, but forgiving ourselves is more difficult. My message is connected to my previous episode about relationships. Since I accepted Jesus Christ, I learned that relationships could only be mended through Him. The Savior is a healer of broken hearts. So today I will share some quotes and thoughts concerning hurt feelings that inspired me and how forgiveness can heal a grieving heart. Russell M. Nelson said, It can be painfully difficult to let go of the anger that feels so justified. It can seem impossible to forgive those whose destructive actions have hurt the innocent, and yet the Savior admonished us to forgive all men. Here are the words of God. He said, Wherefore I say unto you that ye ought to forgive one another, for he that forgiveth not his brother his trespasses standeth condemned before the Lord, for there remaineth in him the greater sin. I, the Lord, will forgive whom I will forgive, but of you it is required to forgive all men. I have seen or experienced how the lack of forgiveness affects myself or others. Fred Burton Howard shared, If you are struggling to forgive yourself, remember the Lord's promise, He who has repented of his sins, the same is forgiven, and I, the Lord, remember them no more. Hanging on to the guilt after the Lord has forgiven you is like denying that the atonement is working in your life. What does forgiveness mean to you, dear listener? Throughout the years, I witnessed or learned about events that caused much grief and disappointment between loved ones, friends, and other people. Even through generations, as I ponder and think about my life, I recall situations where anger or contention affected me and those who I cherish. 
It seems easy to allow feelings of frustration toward others instead of being calm, kind, and forgiving. Growing up in a home, there was a time when we experienced some hostility. Yet, later in life, I wanted to be more aware and mindful when I decided to follow Christ. It is a process, a work in progress, that requires constant awareness and willingness to change old habits. It requires patience with myself and those who surround me. In one of my favorite talks by Thomas S. Monson, The Peril of Hidden Wedges, it reads, Many families have hurt feelings and reluctance to forgive. It doesn't really matter what the issue was. It cannot and should not be left to injure. Blame keeps wounds open. Only forgiveness heals. This quote makes me recall an event from a long time. Many years ago, when I still lived with my family in Suffolk, I witnessed an unexpected conflict between my father and my oldest brother, which left deep scars and regrets. The event occurred during Christmas, which was even more of a grieving experience. There was an exchange of angry words and a power struggle that consequently left pain and bitterness. My father could not forgive my brother, and he would not speak to his son for a whole year. Over that entire year, it was heart-wrenching to observe those two men, one seeking forgiveness and the other ignoring the plea with a closed heart. However, while sharing a traditional wafer of poate that following Christmas, my brother came to my father asking again for forgiveness. To our surprise, my father's response was unexpected. He embraced Marek and with tears accepted his apology, asking his son to forgive the silence for all those months. Sometimes we can take offense so easily. On other occasions, we are too stubborn to accept a sincere apology. Who will subordinate ego, pride, and hurt? Then step forward with, I am truly sorry. Let's be as we once were, friends. Let's not pass to future generations the grievances, the anger of our time. Let's remove any hidden wedges that can do nothing but destroy. These are more words by Thomas S. Monson. This family incident still brings tender emotions of witnessing grief and also joy. Today my brother and father are passed on. My brother passed away six years before my dad did. And on a few occasions I heard my father's expression of deep remorse that he wasted a whole year by not speaking to his son. A realization came to mind. Someday we all will end this mortal journey, and we don't know how much time we have with each other. This means that it is so vital to remember mercy and grace between precious relationships. George Herbert said, He that cannot forgive others breaks the bridge over which he himself must pass if he would ever reach heaven. For everyone has a need to be forgiven. During my life, I faced situations asking for forgiveness for my choices towards others, and the feeling of reconciliation is so precious and free. Sometimes I needed to forgive others and eliminate hidden wedges to be liberated from consuming thoughts and feelings. 
In the last quote by Thomas S. Monson, he is asking a question and also brings the answer. Where do hidden wedges originate? Some come from unresolved disputes, which lead to ill feelings, followed by remorse and regret. Others find their beginnings in disappointments, jealousies, arguments, and imagined hurts. We must solve them, lay them to rest, and not leave them to canker, fester, and ultimately destroy. Those words are inspiring and crucial. I am thankful today for understanding that the principle of letting go of hurt feelings brings peace. Concluding my thoughts on forgiveness, I would like to read a poem and a quote that summarizes my message. Sam Walter Falls wrote the poem, The House by the Side of the Road. Let me live in a house by the side of the road, where the races of men go by the men who are good and the men who are bad, as good and as bad as I. I would not sit in this corner seat or hurl the cynic's ban. Let me live in a house by the side of the road and be a friend to men. What if we all would live each day and be a friend to men? We all are travelers on this planet, seeking to be accepted, loved, understood, and forgiven. Gordon P. Hinckley said, Age does something to a man. It seems to make him more aware of the need for kindness, goodness, and forbearance. He wishes and prays that men might live together in peace, without war and contention, argument and conflict. He grows increasingly aware of the meaning of the great atonement of the Redeemer, of the depth of his sacrifice, and of gratitude to the Son of God who gave his life that we might live. I will finish with a song, Christusie, Christ. It is not my original song. A Polish poet, Julian Tovim, wrote the lyrics, and Viktor Sopora wrote the music. It is about remorse and coming to Christ. Many years ago, my brother Marek used to sing the song, and for as long as I can remember, I felt connected with Christ whenever he would sing. So I decided to learn that song, and here is my recording. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to my message.
Enjoy the message today. If you feel inspired, please share with others and also visit my website at kashasmusic.com and kashasfaithjourney.com.